Intermediate Meeting, June 1st, 1980. LL Research Channeling Latouille in Lytos. Carla Channeling. I am Latouille, and I greet you, my friends, in the love and the light of our infinite Creator. I am having to use a somewhat stronger control with this instrument this evening due to her condition, which is somewhat fatiguing to her. However, she is willing for this to happen, and we will speak to this group, for we are very appreciative of your coming together to seek the truth and realize that you have a desire for the words of the Confederation through an instrument such as this one, no matter how imperfect or desultory they may be. The brothers and sisters of Hattan send you their love and light also. They are again on duty, again in the Middle East. They have become regular Henry Kissingers these days and regret their being unable to be with you, for they are by nature those who desire to teach. And it is always their desire to have a student who wishes to learn rather than a student who wishes to leave the classroom and go about other business. Unfortunately, my friends, the classroom upon your planet is your entire life so that you cannot play hooky. You can only experience the gradations of feelings that you call emotions and states of happiness and sadness that are part of the catalyst of experience, which bring about thought and a greater understanding of the process which you as a soul are growing and evolving. There is always one important point that we wish to make to those who meditate and truly seek the way of the pilgrim. That point may perhaps be illustrated rather than explained. Let us say, my friends, that you all have known an explorer, a treasure hunter, whose desire in life was to seek out the greatest and the best treasure of all time. Your friend sought out old maps and read old stories and talked to many archaeologists and experts, seeking a good trail to the best treasure of all time, a treasure that was priceless, a treasure that would be his. Because all desires become reality, this young man found an old man who knew of the greatest treasure. But, he said, this treasure is guarded by a three-headed dragon, and you must go down into dark caves to find this treasure. If you can get past the dragon, you will have the only priceless treasure upon your planet. So, my friends, our explorer sold all that he had and set out to find the cave. And after traveling in every conceivable hardship, he reached a part of a great wilderness in which he found the deep, dark grotto in which the treasure lay. Bravely, he proceeded, tracking down many meaningless dead ends, retracing his steps, moving in the dark, but with a remarkable tenacity of purpose. Finally, he heard the hiss of the dragon and saw it 
as it glowed an unearthly green in the great vault where the dragon had its nest, and there was a great battle. Finally, the explorer had slain the three-headed dragon, and the beast had poured its green life fluids upon the damp dark stone of the cave's floor. There was no more hissing, and the explorer could move onward. Onward he moved in total darkness again, now that the dragon light had been extinguished, and came he then to the treasure chamber. Upon a pedestal stood a beautiful filigree box, locked with an intricate lock. He felt of it in the darkness, and knew that it was the treasure, or it contained the treasure, he knew not which. Painfully, slowly, he retraced his steps until he came again unto the light of day. He was starved, for he had not eaten since he entered the grotto. The light blinded him, but days passed and he recovered. He set about to try the lock with the infinite patience of those who truly desire the priceless. He tried every combination until he found how to open that lock and lo, he opened the box. In the box lay a brown leather book, or so it seemed. He picked up the book and opened it and saw his own face. For the insides of the book, my friends, were two twin mirrors. We ask that you think of this story as you proceed upon your path. Spiritual friends and guides have a function in your life. They may tell you where to find the cave and they may warn you of the dragon. They may assure you that there is a treasure. But once you have found the treasure, what have you found? You, my friends, are the treasure. The one priceless treasure of the universe. For you are life. And this pricelessness you share with all who have life and consciousness. If you look at yourself in the mirror, you may see many surface faults in your appearance. But if you look in your inward mirror, what do you see? Deeply buried is a treasure that lies within you. How much love, how much patience do you need to uncover yourself to yourself, for yourself, and for the world in which you live? We ask you to trust not any outer garment of word, idea, thought, fact, message, dream, or action, but to go instead into meditation. Leave all of these things as if you were cleansed of them. If you make a habit out of this, you will find the treasure that you seek, the knowledge that you seek. The more that you know, the less you will be able to speak, until finally you will become one who shows people the map and warns people of the dragon and assures them of the treasure. That is the path upon your particular sphere at this time. 
May we ask anyone in this room what you perceive the treasure as being? Questioner. Man and angel. Latwi. The blending of those two answers, my friend, is the Amen of existence. We thank you for allowing us to tell our poor tale to you and will leave this instrument momentarily in order that our brother Lytos may pass among you. I am Latwi. I am Latwi. I am with this instrument. We also agree in love and light and would like to exercise those who desire to become channels at this time. If the one known as Jim would relax and not attempt to analyze his thinking processes, we would at this time transfer our contact to him and Lytos. Jim, channeling. I am Lytos and I would like to express my appreciation for the privilege of exercising this instrument. It is always a joy to be able to say a few words through this instrument. I am Lytos. Carla, channeling. We were attempting to transfer our contact to the one known as E without speaking that thought. And we wish to confirm that he was receiving a contact. Now that we have confirmed it, we would like to transfer to the one known as E, that he may have the experience of vocalizing our thoughts. I am Lytos. Still Carla, channeling. I am again with this instrument. We thank the one known as E and are aware that we got as far as the first word. That is the first step, my brother. Please feel very free and know that we are grateful to be working with you. At this time, we would like to transfer contact to the one known as C. I am Lytos. C. Channeling. I am Lytos. Inaudible. Carla. Channeling. I am again with this instrument. I am Lytos, and we are very, very glad to make contact with our brother C. We are sorry about the phenomenon which you might call a rush, which causes one to blank out. However, as one continues to work with the group, this will become very manageable, for it is only the energy of a group as it is directed to you with the contact. We are somewhat concerned about the brother who is going too deep. We will attempt to bring him back to a more conscious state at this time. If you will be patient, we will work with him. We ask you now, our brother, do you feel that you wish to work with us at this time? M. Yes. Lytos. We feel that you are very sensitive and, therefore, we wish you to be very conscious as we work with you. For you have a capacity for other types of mediumship 
and we do not wish to interfere with your studies. If at any time we trouble you, we ask that you mentally request that we leave. You understand, my brother. M. I understand. Lytos. In that case, we feel that we need only ask if your guides would wish us to work with you. If you will be patient, we will speak with them at this time. I am Lytos. We have permission, and at this time, we will attempt to transfer to the one known as M. M. Channeling. I am Lytos. Inaudible. Carla, channeling. I am Lytos. We thank the one known as M. We will continue working with him as we talk through this instrument to bring him up to a more conscious level. We continue to be concerned that he will go into a more trance-like state. This is not desirable, for we do not wish to interfere with his free will or the work of his other teachers on other planes. We have greatly appreciated all of your patience, and we thank each of you. To our sisters, we give you our love and will continue to send our conditioning ray at any time that you may request it, not only to become channels, as you call it, but to enhance your own meditations. We will be with all of you if you request it. And if you find yourself in a situation in which you wish that we not be with you, please simply mentally request us to go. For our greatest desire is for your free will. For you are citizens of the universe of the Father, and freedom is your birthright. That is the law of creation. I will leave this instrument at this time. You know, my friends, that I can only leave you in love and light. It may seem an impossible feat upon a planet that is torn with strife, but it also seems impossible that a hummingbird can fly, for you cannot see his wings. Yet you live upon a world fashioned completely of love, and there is nothing that you do not look at that is not part of yourself. I leave you in the wholeness and the unity of all that there is, the love and the light of the infinite creator. I am Lytos. Adonai, my friends. Carla, channeling. I am Latwi, and I am now establishing contact again with this instrument. I again greet you in love and light. I realize there is some thought in this room that now all philosophy is over. We can get down to business. But my friends, let me tell you, all of the questions about the world as you see it are questions about illusion. Our philosophy, as flimsy as it is, is much more to the point and much more survival-oriented as you people are fond of saying, 
than knowledge of a specific type. However, we are glad to share with you whatever information we do have on any subject about which we can answer without interfering with your free will. Therefore, at this time, we will open the meeting to questions, if you have any. Is there a question at this time? Questioner. Inaudible. Latouille. I am Latouille. I am with this instrument and I am aware of your question. We answer you very simply. You are not able to use this information at this time due to your lack of purity of thought. This is the problem not only of yourself, but of many highly evolved persons upon your plane of existence. And it is, shall we say, a touchy one. Therefore, it may take years for you to work toward a purity of thought that understands that there is something beyond good uses and bad uses, and something beyond the vices. And when you get to the place where you wish only to serve the Creator in purity, then the information that you are now concerned about will have a free passage into your awareness. Do you understand, my brother? Questioner Inaudible. Latouille. Is there another question at this time? C. Inaudible. Latouille. I am with the instrument. That is a question that is less easy to answer. There is a clear answer, so we will tackle it through this instrument. In the first place, there is nothing but illusion until you get to a level in which words are not used at all, not telepathically nor vocally. We are dwelling in an illusion. Our illusion is much denser than yours. And we have the facility to move into other illusions and vary our experience. Most of all, we have the facility of moving into dimensions higher than our own at will. We can work with our teachers at a conscious level. We are at a dimension called six. Our teachers are higher and they too live in illusion. We do not know where illusion stops. However, we can say that reality is like a carrot that is dangled in front of the nose of the donkey, as this instrument would put it. Each reality, once gained, becomes the illusion and a new reality is seen. Once again, that becomes the illusion. We know that the path is infinite, but suspect that it is also circular, that in the end, we do dwell completely in reality, but without individual consciousness, and then are sent forth again to complete the circle. This is only a suspicion on our part, as even our teachers do not know that this is so. Some of our teachers are stars, 
and have lived a long time in. Unfortunately, the tape recording this session ends here, therefore ending our transcript. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.